live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it. He got it. It's the Bijan Show with Norman. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. First pitch swinging line to the right center field. That ball will get to the wall. Easily scoring is Hanson. Coach Gasso is sending Kalen Snow. She'll score without a throw. It's 9-1 to Sooners. Hello, run rule territory. Bouncing it to Roberts. One second. Buzzer sounds. And Georgia State is going to the NCAA tournament for the sixth time in school history. With 4.3 seconds left, David Jean Baptiste drives, goes up, three-pointer on the way, got it, he hit it, David Jean Baptiste, three at the buzzer, Bucks win it! All right, good morning everyone, hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Tuesday, March 8, we got baseball today, I get to be back in my booth today, Teach. Mitchell Park, first time this year, pretty, pretty stoked, first home game for me this year, back in the, uh, Back in the booth at Mitchell Park. That? Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that because there's only been one, and I guess there's only been one. Yeah, Taylor had that one, so yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, DBU, the Dallas Baptist Patriots at three o'clock today. We'll have it right right here for you on the Ref 1400 AM and the Sports Talk 1400 app, uh, starting with two thirty with the pregame show. We now know the spring game date, TJ. It'll be April twenty third. At 3 p.m., so put that mm-hmm. on your calendar as a day mm-hmm. off for yourself. And uh, April 23rd is when we will have our first Brent Venables spring game. What's your decision on that day? Because baseball's on the road at uh, Kansas. As, uh, you're going back and forth. Maple's taking the Saturday game. He's taking the whole weekend. How are you going to play that? I'll definitely call the spring game. I don't think oh, I have an option there. It. Uh, but I don't know as far as... Uh, whether Taylor will take the whole series at Kansas or just the Saturday game. That is TBA. What are you upset about? Well, I didn't really want to have to listen to you on the spring game, but whatever. Oh, well, that's understandable. That is perfectly understandable. <laughs> we should have a big listening audience because it looks like the uh, yeah, TV no broadcast TV. is dot .tv mm-hmm. live and then tape delayed to Bally Sports, I guess. Yes. Uh. Three o'clock kickoff, and then the Baker Mayfield statue unveiling will follow. This has been a long time in the making, TJ. This was supposed to happen uh, before the pandemic, right? Or 
Yeah, the the year of the I think it was supposed to happen the 2020 spring game. Yeah. Yes, that right. never took place. Right, yeah. Right. So that statue, as I think you reported, sitting in a Choctaw warehouse. Choctaw. I saw it uh, exit Choctaw Road mm-hmm. over two years ago. So we'll have to dust that thing off and get it. What do you think it looks like? What's the Baker Mayfield statue look like? I've heard a lot of people talking about this. So I, I don't know if it's too much detail, but for me, if you could have him planting the flag, it would be very cool. I just don't know. With it's not statue. happening. What else would you like for it to look like? Why are you shooting my idea down? Well, I just because Kenny Mossman tweeted yesterday, ain't happening. And if anybody knows, it's what Kenny does Kenny Mossman, Mossman so. know? He doesn't even work for OU anymore. The statue could have been changed. I don't Kenny know, but I Mossman. Like, I, I'm a big fan of Pastor Mossman because he has become way more opinionated. <laughs> he, he definitely has. As it's, a pastor. It's, I, there was one the other day. He didn't say this, but the way I read it was, You're, you people are a bunch of idiots if you believe this. <laughs> it's like, it's like now that. I can say this. <laughs> he didn't use the word idiot, but that's how I read softball, into it. Though, even <laughs> pastor Mossman still a big OU softball fan. Um, Probably just uh, like the rest yeah, I'm, of them. I'm going like, to rule uh, out the flag plant and the crotch grab. Well, neither one of those two are happening. I'm just going to say just a regular uh, Baker Mayfield standing there throwing a pass then. Mm. Hmm. Maybe his uh, high step when he stiffed arm, you know, in Ooh, the high stiff arm. Yeah. Yeah. The OSU stiff arm. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the uh, most famous Baker moments that don't include the flag plant. That's I mean, one that's of one of sure. them, yeah. You know how you used to You can't to really always, spin the uh, arms on a statue, but run, if it was made for maybe, maybe if you could make it where the arms spun he'd in the wind down the field after a bomb <laughs> put the put the statue arms on a on a axle of some sort. Yeah, maybe it could be its own like you could uh, it could be its own energy energy <laughs> it lights the stadium when it starts spinning. Baker <laughs> Owen Field is the first football stadium completely powered by a Heisman statue. Like that idea a lot. And, you know, renewable energy. Oh, boy, there's a lot of people that just got mad at me for saying that. <laughs> Sorry. We were just having fun with the windmill arms, okay? We still love oil and gas. Uh, Well, I guess we'll find out on April 23rd, huh? Uh, what the Baker statue is going to look like. Now, will you be at the spring game, TJ, or will you be at the lake that weekend? I believe I'll be there, yeah. TB, too early to know? Too early sure. to know for sure what's going on in my life, but I I assume that I'll be at the spring game. I did like highly on- anticipated. I, I, uh, can we sell it out? Brent Venable's first game, Baker Mayfield statue unveil. What do you think? I think the record's it's, like 50-some thousand. It's going to break the record. That's my prediction. I don't know if it can sell out. One, one. we've got to just wait till we get closer to it as we well because we need a good weather day. Yeah, April, yeah. you can have cold and showers. You can have, uh, you know, a beautiful 70-degree sunshiny day. So um, I think it's your biggest crowd ever, though. Dear God, we've been through a lot as a fan base. We were wronged by Lincoln Riley. Please give us a good weather day on April 23rd. Amen. All right, TJ, I think that took care of that. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for your work there. Uh, yeah. uh, I did see on Twitter yesterday some guy, uh, they were announcing the Baker thing, and people were all excited on Twitter and stuff like that, and this guy's like, oh, great, but what about the Jason White statue? Where's that? And someone said, uh, on campus, <laughs> dude. 
And he's like, oh, I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> when are we going to get the long overdue statue for Billy Sims? That's my question. <laughs> that was the person answered back. Uh, on campus? Uh, yeah, somebody, uh, maybe it was the Locked Up show, was saying, I can't. I, I thought they'd do a two-for-one and have Kyler and Baker at the same time. I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you want to... You want to get as much. Make a draw for two different games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can get two separate big draws out of this thing. Plus, I don't know. Is the Kyler statue done? Have you seen it anywhere on a trailer? I have not seen the Kyler statue on a trailer anywhere, so I don't know that it exists yet. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. All right. So, Baker, April 23rd, spring game. Put it on your calendars, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And let's all cross our fingers and uh, hope for good weather. Women's Basketball Awards announced yesterday by the Big 12. And um, two first-team All-Big 12 selections for OU, Taylor Robertson and Maddie Williams. The Sooners, let's see, they had the sixth player award to Skylar Van. Uh, And... Oh, there was one more thing. Um, oh, Kelby Washington on the all-freshman team. And I would like to point out, TJ, it's going to be very hard to beat Big 12 teams in the NCAA tournament because apparently they field 10 players on their basketball teams. The 10 on 5 is going to be really hard to yes, overcome. Absolutely. What are we doing? <laughs> The men have five players on their first team. The women have ten. Why? Why? How many? How many? Uh, TJ, help me out. You know I'm not very smart. How many players are on a basketball court at once? Uh, there's ten, but that's well, two different no, teams. Divide it in half. That. That's five I didn't a team. Ask that very well. How many teams are on a start? How many players are in a starting five? Five. Okay, thank you. It's the same conference. Five for the men, ten for the women. And the same conference. It's not like this is a conference thing where in our conference we name up to ten first-teamers. It makes it, I mean, that just takes all the specialness out of it. And you know what? We don't want a first, second, and third team. We only want a first and second team, but we want just as many players. So let's put ten players on the first team. What? Come on, Big 12. Congratulations to Maddie Williams and Taylor Robertson for being two of the ten first-team All-Big 12 conference selections. I think they would have been two of the five. I don't know for sure. I don't know how that voting would have gone, but kudos to them. The women start at 11 a.m. on Friday morning against Kansas. And, TJ, the madness of March is quickly approaching, and we have a 68-team giveaway coming your way next Monday. That's it is right. the largest event of the year for the Ref Radio Network, Buffalo Wild Wings in Moore, right there on I-35 next Monday. It starts at noon. It goes till 7 p.m. Am I correct about that? Correct. Noon to 7 p.m. We will be giving away teams. We will be giving away wings. We will be giving away prizes. We will be giving away. I don't know about the wings. 
All kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, Yeti cups, hotel packages, concert tickets, signed books and spotter boards from TVs. the man himself, Toby Rowland. Instant cash winners, gift certificates for shopping and dining, rounds of golf, Woo. water park passes, free t-shirts. You go, girl. Much, much more. JR's Barbecue Supply Company's got a, a big uh, prize for us, Extreme Outdoor Equipment, the official sponsor of the T-Row in the Morning Show, Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a big, big event. Here's how it works. Show up, sit down, order yourself some lunch or dinner or or dinner, whenever it is you get there. Have yourself a Diet Dr. Pepper, and uh, when you walk through the door, your name will be entered in the hopper, and then you just wait for your name to be called, and when it is, you will approach the dais. We will have next to us a giant board with the numbers 1 through 68 on them. And hidden behind each number is a team. You pick the uh, number, let's say 27. You pick number 27. That was my soccer number growing up, TJ. You pick the number 27, and we will let you know what team you have for the NCAA tournament. And based on how far that team goes, that's how big of a prize you could win. If your team goes to the Sweet 16, you get a Sweet 16-level prize. If your team goes to the Final Four, whoo! You get a final four-level prize, and if your team wins the whole kit and caboodle, you win a kitten and a caboodle. It's big time. What's a caboodle, TJ? Do you know? Uh, it's a little bit more than an oodle. Uh, just forgetting the team, you get prizes, right? Don't we hand them a little prize pack there? Yeah, just yeah you get a little team? instant prize pack. Like a t-shirt get a t-shirt. Or something. Or something. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. You're going to see all the famous callers that you're used to, the texters, and they'll all be there. and uh, They'll be hanging out for hours and hours. I've already heard the Crimson Kid says, are we doing it again this year? I said, yeah, we're doing it again this year. He'll be there from start to finish. Now we rig it so that none of the best teams are given away until 6 o'clock to build That's the true. drama. That's true. So not really worth getting there until 5.30 or so. <laughs> That's not true. But uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun day. Uh, it'll be a fun event. Uh, be good to be back live. We had to do the virtual last year, and then two years ago it got canceled. So it's been a bit since we've been at the uh, Wild Wings for the big event. Could so. I let the folks know about something else, DJ? Um, all right, I'll allow it. Coming next week as well, the Ref Bracket Challenge. Remember the uh, big uh, 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 Bowl Mania competition that we had? Oh, by the way, Bowl Mania prize winner. I can have your prize this week. Oh, <laughs> Be a professional, TJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, the the boss lady and the salespeople will admit I've uh, gone on to them a couple of times now. So I'll have it ready this week. Uh, hit me up. Oh, Drake texted me. I must have said something wrong. Hang on a second. Uh oh, it's ready now. Is I think is what he's going to tell you. The bracket challenge. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to give that info out till later. Cause, uh, so you're telling me people could sign up now? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm signed up. ESPN.com. What's the name of our group? Group name, The Ref Bracket Challenge. The Ref Bracket Challenge. Well, that's going to be confusing. Password, get... the I guarantee Doug Sermons ref. and John Higgins are going to sign up in our group. <laughs> The dash ref. That's our password. Password, all lowercase. All right. You get in there, you fill out your bracket. Once we have a bracket, 
and then you sit back and root, and uh, we'll, we'll follow the scores along on the show every day. And, uh, and then we'll have a winner, and that winner will have uh, big prizes. A uh, chance at a 55-inch smart TV. Hmm. There you go. Courtesy so, of, lots I of stuff coming to say, here. I'm not going to say, I, I'll have that to you in just a second. I don't want to say the wrong company. 68-team giveaway Monday. Bracket challenge is active now, even though there's no bracket yet. You can go again and get signed in if you'd like. And then once you got a bracket, start to fill it out. So. All that coming up as uh, we all dive into March together. We need a break, 7.19 in the morning. TJ coming up. The bubbling feud in college basketball. I need to ask elite you roofing. about yes, the elite roofing. Yes. changes in Major League Baseball. And an invasion is coming to the East Coast that will make your skin crawl. Back up to this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. Home of the 899 listing fees, saving you thousands in listing commission, putting that money in your pocket. But for the uh, month of March, if you're buying and selling a home, Terry will list your home for free. Call Terry Sachs and say, what's up with that? 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. If the same coach asks to borrow a pen again, will you be the guy that throws out the caveat that you want it back? Mm, Great question. I don't want to be that guy, but I have been hurt once, TJ. I probably, I would, I would like to say I wouldn't say that, but I would probably say, knowing me, can I get it back this time? Thinking that maybe that'll get me a two for one, and he'll go, "Oh, that's right, I didn't give it back to you last time." I don't know how I'd react in that situation, TJ. I don't want to be that guy, but you know I love my pins. What if your pin's just laying under a chair courtside in Manhattan right now? Lonely, scared, left behind. Stop, stop, please. <laughs> Next text. <laughs> Never buy expensive pins as an example of what not to do. Meanwhile, I've been buying a box of the cheapest Bic pins and still not a millionaire. <laughs> It's not that, okay, it's not like they're expensive pens. Like these aren't space pens or what are they, is it cross pens that you would, remember when you were a kid and you would sell magazines or whatever, one of the prizes you could get is like a cross pen set with your initials on it. Kind of nerd for you, no. (laughs) Back in Mustang, we used to raise money for soccer leagues and things, I don't know. Um, Cross pen. It's not that it's a nice pen, it's... And Ryan Gaines, uh, no, 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 I guess, I think Chloe found these, and then, I can't remember if Ryan Gaines told me about them, or Ryan Gaines heard me talking about them, anyway, he uses them now too. They're erasable pins. They're not, like, overly expensive or anything. They're more expensive than your cheap big pins. But 
they're erasable pins, and they really work. They work because erasable pins, when we were growing yes. up, just tore holes no. in the page. Most don't. These pins, and I'm not going to tell you what brand they are because I don't want everybody out there buying them up, okay? <laughs> Might be a su- supply shortage. They're stuck on a cargo ship somewhere. Yeah, right. These pins really work. And so instead of having to sharpen my pencil every inning when I'm doing a baseball game or uh, all the kind of stuff that I keep track of throughout a football and basketball game, I can use the pins, color code them so I know it happened first half, second half, overtime, or what inning it took place and all that kind of nerdy stuff that I do. And if I make a a mistake, erase it. They're very, very valuable to me. like. Five bucks a pin, TJ? Like, that's not crazy. It's not, I'm not talking like $50 pins. It's like $5 for a pin. Jeez. But you can't find them at a store. Holy cow. At least I can't. I've got to order them. And, uh, you know, the Amazon Prime delivery is free, so it's just, it just costs me five bucks to get a new pin. That's all. This Although Eric, I did expedite this one. <laughs> this Air Comfort Solutions texter says, is nobody making the connection between Toby's pen and the win in Manhattan? Mm. Hmm. We did win the two games before that. Hmm. I guess not. I'm willing to sacrifice a pen a game if it means we keep winning, though. Next question, TJ. Update. I'm keeping my truth social to a max 100 following. When will the station or either of you join? I don't know what that means. Truth social. Truth social, I believe, is the new social media platform that Trump started, I believe. Okay. Or that he's involved with. Is it like Twitter or something? Yeah, I think so. Here's the thing. I think I'm at the age now, I'm not going to say never, but I'm pretty close to never. I'll probably never join another social media site in my life. It's Facebook and Twitter, and when I get to a certain point in my life, Twitter's gone. Oh, Instagram, yeah. So I, I don't see myself adding. I've never added Snapchat. I've never added, I don't have TikTok. I don't have any of these that have come along since those I guess three that you can consider three of the originals. So I don't see myself joining that. Not that I have a problem with it. That's not me taking a stand against it. That's a stance against all new social media regardless. WhatsApp, I don't have that. So Pinterest? Don't have Pinterest. Is that considered social media? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I I don't have it. So, no, I don't plan on joining I won't say never, Sounds but... Sounds like you and I aren't making their favorite 100. No, no, I doubt it. I doubt it. If and, and I've said many times, if I could get rid of Twitter, I would right now in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, Great. yeah. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Good Best morning. radio show on the air. Have a great day, Boomer. Thank you, Clearwater. Sooner! <laughs> this, this came out of nowhere. <laughs> Why does T-Row still hate Gottlieb so much? I'm Bob from Cement. I don't hate Gottlieb. I just saw him uh, up in Stillwater. We dapped it up. I saw his uh, family, his kids. Talked to his kids. I lent the guy my makeup, TJ. 
I'm not a fan of his takes a lot of the time, but we get along just fine. I'm not a fan of your takes a lot of the time, TJ, but you're my best friend in the world. What do you mean uh, you don't like my takes? Sometimes uh, they're silly. Sometimes I think you're silly. How do you like that? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hot take number four of the day. How silly I, are Toby's takes? Go. Can I get Can I get to my story here? Yes, please. Get to a story. Okay. Uh, Dateline East Coast. Uh, millions of palm-sized... Think about that for a second. Palm-sized flying spiders will be invading the East Coast soon. A huge invasive spider that entered Georgia from East Asia could soon take over most of the East Wait, Coast. what? The Joro spider, J-O-R-O, the Joro spider, palm-sized spider, showed up in Georgia when it was believed to be inside of a shipping crate. It has since reproduced, TJ, and taken over the state of Georgia, and they believe this summer... Hatchlings will be dispersed. They fly. They fashion web parachutes and can fly as far as a hundred miles. And they will soon dominate the eastern seaboard. No, it's time. It's time to put a, a glass dome over Georgia or something. They've already got the Georgia dome. Put a whole dome over the state. The spider hitchhiked its way to northeast Atlanta <laughs> inside a shipping <laughs> container in 2014. <laughs> Its numbers and range have expanded steadily across Georgia. There was a population boom last year that saw millions of the arachnids drape porches, power lines, mailboxes, and vegetable patches across the entire state. Uh, They are common in China, Taiwan, Japan, and Korea. The Joro spider. Uh, It is not deadly, but it is giant and freaky. What do you think? Um, vacation on the East Coast this summer? No, in the middle of my back, right at a spot where I can't reach right now, it's itching. Yeah, I hate spiders. Oh. Parachute webs, I don't want what's going on when in Joro Georgia. When Joro spider hatchlings emerge in the spring, they ride the wind on a strand of silk floating across enormous distances like the baby spiders in the E.B. White novel Charlotte's Web. But the Joro won't just resort to its traditional means of traversal to colonize new terrain. Uh, the spider is an expert stowaway, and it could easily arrive at a new location by riding on a car or hiding in luggage. Ugh. Hang on, hang on. Like, hang seriously, on, isn't on, there like on. a bomb we could put over Georgia, like a pest uh, control bomb and kill these things? Here's the quote I'm going to leave you with, okay? The potential for these spiders to be spread through people's movements is very high, co-authored Benjamin Frick, an undergraduate student at the University of Georgia, said in the statement, quote, Anecdotally, right before we published this study, we got a report from a grad student at UGA who had accidentally transported one of these to Oklahoma. The Joro spider is here, TJ. Again. Can't we get a pesticide something, some type of pest bomb, something that we just take care of this? We'll take Gross. 
734 in the morning. You're welcome, everyone. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach K takes an L. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Oh, the Duke-North Carolina rivalry has not stopped since Saturday night, TJ. I don't know if you followed this, but this has been fantastic. So, North Carolina beats Duke Saturday night. Coach K's final game at uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium. And not only does the North Carolina radio broadcast uh, say this. Coach K takes an L! But there are other hard feelings. Shove it, coach. So apparently when Duke played at North Carolina this year, North Carolina did not do anything to honor Coach K. Right, I remember that. Every other ACC school reportedly did. And Duke was bristled, quote-unquote, by the fact that North Carolina did not honor Coach K during his farewell tour. Then on Saturday night, Chris Carrawell, one of the Duke assistants, uh, did not shake Hubert Davis's hand after the game in the handshake line. And when asked about it afterwards, he says it's because Hubert Davis did not come down and shake their hands before the game. Coach K takes an L. Uh, so, TJ, who's right and who's wrong here? Uh, they're both right. Sports mm. hate is great. It's rivalry. It's, it's a rivalry. Great. Like, I love it. Like, uh, I love the call That's there. rivalry. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think as in terms of OU Texas. I looked up the record. Mike Krzyzewski's record against North Carolina all-time is 50-47. and 47. Like, he has not dominated North Carolina. Right. He has won more than he's lost, but barely. They don't love Coach K. I, I, know, that, I know that Duke fans love the guy. They worship the guy. They named their quarter after him. He's one of, if not the greatest, college basketball coaches of all time. The most wins, five national championships, three gold medals. I get it. He's great. But he coaches for the rival school. North Carolina doesn't love Mike Krzyzewski. They're happy to see him go, TJ. Doesn't that show more respect that they they treat him that way than if they all of a sudden just said, oh, we love you, coach. Thanks for all the years of the rivalry. It's not how it works. Trying to think of the equivalent. Like, 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 let's say Texas had one of these. Right? They haven't, but let's say they had. Oh, I don't know. Let's say that uh, Chris Beard. I mean, you really, you probably got to do it in football for it to, you know, matter. You got to do it in football and say that Mac didn't uh, fall off the way he did and lasted another seven, eight years, maybe won another national title. I heard something. Sorry. (laughs) 
figure out what that was. Um, but Mac was I feel, a likable like clown. Mac, so I feel like Mac's too likable for right. this analogy. Uh, how about how about Herman? No, ta- he's not like he's too unlikable for this analogy. Uh, well, Coach K is unlikable. Yeah, is he that unlikable though? For a North Carolina fan, I would think so. He's not the most pleasant he's guy Tom in the world. Herman if you ask unlikable? me, like no, he's not. I respect not. Coach K, but he's not likable at all. I agree. He's not Lon Kruger. No, 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 no. I think Chris Beard's a pretty good analogy. He just coaches the wrong sport. But anyway, let's say Texas had one of these guys, and he had a legendary career, and he's one of the all-time greats, and he's coaching his final game at OU. Would OU do something to honor him? I mean, maybe if Joe Castiglione's the AD, because Joe's classy like that. But maybe not, right? I mean, it's it's Texas. I'm not even sure they would do anything like on the court or during or after a game. I think Joe would do something on his own in that situation. Yeah. Like present him with a gift or something, not make us an event of it. <laughs> I love it. I hope they play in the ACC tournament again. No, it's great. I think it's awesome. Coach K takes an L. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. You know, I was listening to the Duke broadcast Saturday night. On We landed in uh, in Oklahoma City after coming back from Manhattan. And from the drive, the, air, the drive from the airport home, I was listening to the Duke broadcast, and it was like a funeral. I mean, it was just you know obviously <laughs> somber. This is not how anybody wanted this to go, right? Uh, you know, and it was just depressing as could be. So uh, you can imagine my uh, happiness when I discovered this sound bite the next morning. Coach K takes an L. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they've got to play in the uh, ACC tournament or the uh, NCAA tournament or or something. That's our guy Jones Angel, by the way, who's been on this show several times, um, pouring salt in the wound. I don't know about the handshake line though. That's kind of like the whole no, "I'm not going to shake your hand" in the handshake line thing is pretty childish. But the that's... not given. We could argue over whether North Carolina should have given him a gift or not. It probably should have. It probably should have. Classy thing to do is to, despite all of the bitter games and rivalries, the the classy thing to do is to get him a gift. But you know, it is what it is. They decided not to. You got to shake hands. I mean, you got to be mature after a loss and not be a baby about it, even if it's your rival. Right, perhaps, no. perhaps a, a a Carolina jersey with his name on it, maybe. I mean, just hand <laughs> it to him. I mean, that's what some of the schools did. Yeah, I think Virginia may have done that, but I don't know. I kind of like it. Like, I don't know, plane tickets out of town. Like, uh, thank goodness you're gone. I mean, something. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a jersey. I, with I love rivalries, wrong. though, where people are taking uh, notes on. Well, Hubert didn't come and shake my hand. I'm not shaking his hand. Card yeah, they got scorecards going on. <laughs> like that, there. It, it's enough where they noticed it. Like any other game, they might not notice when an assistant doesn't come shake a hand or something, or is busy with something. But if it's North Carolina and or Duke, 
those two sides notice it, and I like that. If the current coaches stay in place when OU goes to the SEC, Oklahoma will have not only a fantastic rivalry with Texas because this Porter Moser-Chris Beard thing is going to be off the charts, but with Arkansas as well. Like, the seed's already been planted there. Eric Musselman and Porter Moser did not get along great in Tulsa this year. <laughs> right. He, Musselman is an easy guy to not get along with. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. Like That will become a rivalry. Oklahoma-Arkansas in basketball will become a rivalry. And baseball, by the way, will become a rivalry. I, in football, Arkansas is going to have to win some games before Oklahoma fans are going to care. But in basketball and baseball, the proximity of those schools, which Arkansas will by far be the closest conference school, the proximity and... The success, like they've been good at basketball and obviously baseball. OU Arkansas is going to be a fun rivalry. Plus, they've got, you know, just a coach that kind of is, you know, one of those guys that you're like, easy easy to, to, he does not like. Yeah. 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 We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T Row in the morning show, weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T Row in the morning show. They will list your home for free in the month of March if you're buying and selling a home. They are the home of the $8.99 listing fee. They're saving you even that right now. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see what we got here. Scroll down, scroll down. Pastor Andy in Broken Bow. How Andy. about the block at OSU? I think that's for the statue. That'd oh, be yeah, hard on do. Joe Mixon's reverse skate run. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. I think you got to have him with the ball in his hands, right? Yes. Uh, statue needs to be Orlando Brown carrying uh, Baker's jersey out for the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Let's see. They might be showing us the Baker statue pose in the announcement image. Let me click on this Twitter link, see what that looked like. Huh? It's the it's the it's the Heisman run that we were talking about earlier with the stiff arm. I think that's what uh, it's that going Twitter? to be. Yeah, I think that that's what it's going to be. Yeah, um, OU football. OU account? football. They've got the lock lock in the date, and then it's a picture of the stadium and Baker's there with the stiff arm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. I like that. So, I mean, if you can't do the flag plant, that's the next best thing, I think. This one's telling you. By the it, way, yes. uh, we called that live at ha- as it happened. Just saying. Go ahead. Put a GPS tracker on your pins. I was thinking those Apple, uh, what are they, the tags, the air tags. Hmm, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. You could put little tags on stuff that might disappear. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's what it's called, an Apple tag. Uh, I've never had this problem before. Like, nobody has been gutsy enough to ask me to borrow a pin until Kevin has just kind of started doing that a lot recently. Is this and coach now, a listener, by the way? I have no idea. The word has apparently spread among the uh, coaching staff that that's a thing you can do. You can borrow Toby's pins. So, 
They, you're, no, I'm kidding, TJ. Uh, I, you're going to show up at this Big 12 tournament with like five <laughs> big boxes of pins. They better at your be the table. right kind of pin, or I'm going to reject them. <laughs> uh oh, someone knows your pin and says the secret's out. I don't know if I should name uh, say the name of this pin or hmm. not in case they're Who's right. Who's the text from? It doesn't say. Hmm. Does not say. Someone from the nine one eight. Uh, pilot. Frixion? Frixion? Pins? Hmm. I will not confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, Boomer from Mound Ridge, Kansas. Sooner! Actually, I will confirm. Uh, it is a fantastic pin. I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm clicking the wrong thing here. Uh, I mean murder hornets. Oh, yeah, murder yeah, they hornets. Asked, uh, they said, uh, the previous text said, I'm not scared. Whatever happened to murder spiders? I mean, murder hornets. Oh, I assume they murdered a bunch of people. I don't remember, but a lot of things went bad the last couple of years. So, Got I'm blamed sure on some other things, too. but it may have been the hornets or the spiders. That's right. That's right. Uh, this one There's says, a lot of hornets in jail. <laughs> All I can think about is John Goodman and arachnophobia. Got a picture oh, of John I hated here. that movie so much. <laughs> I was forced to watch that movie. When did that come out? I would say... Was I in high school? Yeah, maybe a little before high school. Maybe junior high. Somewhere in there, yeah. Phobia movie? I don't know if I spelled that right. Let's see. I feel like I was in... I think I was in like, like a teen group setting, if I remember, and they showed us. 1990. So, yeah, high school. Okay. Yeah, it was like a uh, like a youth group thing where we all watched it together, and I would have never watched that movie on my own. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have watched it when it came out. I would have watched it like when it was released on a VHS. How long did it take things to go to a VHS? Back then, about uh, depending on uh, the 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 movie, six months to nine months. It was okay, a long time. So, it, so if I graduated in '91, it still could have came out on VHS before yeah. I went to college. Could have been college. It was either high school or college. Whenever I watched that, I was like, well, that was a mistake. Mm. No, I've not ever watched it again, by the way. You like arachnophobia? Have you seen it? I've seen it, but it wasn't one of those that I watched several times or anything. Ooh. So Creepy. 8 o'clock. We'll be back.